Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. Welcome to CamFest 2021. We are starting off with a bang because we have the writer, director, and star of the fabulous Filipino Brothers, the pride of Pittsburgh, California himself, Dante Bosco. Welcome to Bitch Talk. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? That was a that's a lot there in that little intro. I don't know. If, you know <laughs> I don't know about all that stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, hyphen stuff going on there. <laughs> you earned every word of it. Um, that's right. <laughs> so can, can we start off with having you introduce our audience to the fabulous Filipino Brothers? Yeah, uh, the fabulous Filipino Brothers is my uh, it's my directorial debut. I've been uh, you know an actor and a filmmaker now for over 35 years in L.A. Born and raised in Pittsburgh, California. It's a movie about uh, four brothers and a Filipino family. It's four brothers, four vignettes, uh, kind of like, uh, I guess it's a, it's, a, it's a linear story told out of order, all surrounding a Filipino wedding. How's that? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, I, I have to say, especially recently, every time I watch a Filipino film by Filipino director, I'm always like, oh, they, they got it so right. But I've never felt that as much as I did with your film in particular. I, I have four older sisters. All of our names start with A. Um, Filipino sisters. Yes, yes, that's the sequel. I'm down to work on it with you if, you, if you have some time. Um, you know, I, I also have had impure thoughts about uh, Longanisa, you know, so um, I mean, it's just every scene. I want to talk about every line, but um, I, I always think it's really brave for someone to write about their family. Because, you know, you're expressing your interpretation of them, whether it's heightened or not. Um, so I'm interested to know, you know, I, I, I read that the, the names of your brothers are your uncle's names. Yeah. Like, did you have any family members pull you aside and be like, is this really what you think of me or, you know, within brothers behind the scenes? No, I mean, me and me and the brothers and my sister wrote the script. The, the, the first draft was really written by me and my brother, Darian Bosco. And so we wrote the film. I've I kind of the, the vignettes have been swirling around my head. They're all based on you know, actual stories from my family. So uh, so that's kind of the glue that kind of keeps the, the whole movie together. And then, of course, we're able to embellish and kind of make things more more fabulous, I guess, you know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, my first time directing, like I said, I've been in the industry forever. And, you know, when I talk to, to young filmmakers, young artists about making films, I always, I always preach the idea of write what you know, shooting your own backyard, like write what you know. I mean, there are some people out there that can be able to research things and do all these historical great movies and stuff and or go into this fictional world and do Game of Thrones and <laughs> Harry Potter and things like that. And those and I love those. Star Wars are great. But I mean, start with what, what you know, who you know. And and that's I took my own advice and really leaned into that. And, and also, you know, we're in a time where where our voices really matter. So I, I leaned into the Filipino of my family and my friends. I didn't really set out to make the definitive Filipino film. I'm, I'm actually really thrilled and really excited uh, because we premiered at South by South, Southwest Film Festival, which is obviously a, a major film festival here in America. And, and I'm very honored to kind of like have my debut as a filmmaker there, but for it to really premiere back in the Bay 
home, you know, it's like a home, just a homecoming to a degree and one of the premier Asian film festivals in America. Uh, and so the first time that an Asian American audience and a Filipino American audience are gonna be able to see this film. I'm really excited about that. A little nervous. Cause again, I, it's not like I'm trying to make some definitive statement for all Filipinos. I'm glad Angela that you, you really like the film. I, I was <laughs> hoping that not just Filipinos and other Asians that can see themselves being represented on screen, but I hope other people outside of our culture can kind of see themselves and, and their families through, through my family. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a love letter to my family. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm Chinese and Irish, but I'm kind of Filipino. That's Filipino. That makes sense. Once you mix look, it, look. It, <laughs> anything and all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, uh, we're all mixed up. Exactly. Yeah, but I, I mean, my, my co-host here and our producer are Filipino. So I'm Filipino adjacent. Yeah, um, I grew up in San Leandro and I love seeing the East Bay on the big screen. Always love seeing it. But let's talk about your sister because yes. God damn, Dante. She, no, she's a beast. She dropped the mic, as we were saying. We were texting each other while watching this movie. Like, <laughs> she just dropped the mic at the end. Can we talk about your sister? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Ariana? Ariana is amazing. You know, she's the youngest of all the brothers. And uh, and she's always, you know, she, we, I wrote this film. And, you know, I was writing for the brothers. And we always, you know, whatever. Throughout my writing, throughout the years, it's always strengthening the women voices. So we brought Ariana in to specifically strengthen the women voices. And, and then, you know, of course, as I was writing the movie, my mom was always like, is your sister in the movie? Is your sister in the film? I'm like, mom, this is not a real movie. This is not a real family. This is a fictional project, you know? Um, but then it all, it all worked out the way it is. And, you know, how's it been in my family? It's really my brothers, my, my dad, his brothers, and then my aunts, you know, it's like all the guys, you know, you know, Filipino families, like all the men are out here doing their thing. We're golfing and hanging out, doing barbecuing. And then we think we're running the roost. But actually, <laughs> if you go into the house and you sit around the table with my grandma when she was alive and all my aunts sitting around the table, they're actually planning everything. Like we think we're doing the stuff, but it's the women of the family that are actually holding it down. And I really wanted to uh, accentuate that point by the end of the movie. Correct. And, and I'm glad you said that because I want to bring up another badass woman that's part of this film. Ruby Ibarra, you have a song. Right. Yeah, uh, we, we love her. She's been on the podcast like three times now. Um, so uh, can you talk about the music choices, specifically Ruby's song? And also in the credits, I noticed you wrote uh, the fabulous Filipino uh, yeah. song that yeah. in the credits, which is awesome. I love that song. <laughs> yeah, I love that song, too. You know, okay, where's Ruby Ibarra? Is I'm, I'm, I met Ruby a few years ago. I actually did a show with her, I believe, in uh, maybe it was UC Davis or it was, it was a college up there or Cal Poly, one, one of the colleges up there. And um, and I was doing a keynote and she actually opened up for me or something. I was like, Don't, who is this girl? Like, why is she going on? Why am I going on after? I'm just here to talk. She's <laughs> I was just so impressed with who she was and, I, and being, you know, becoming a friend and a fan uh, watching her just grow as an artist and following her work. And um, I also know her producers and the people she works with, uh, Bamboo, he, you know, he was mm -hmm. from LA. Yes. Uh, actually a distant relative of mine. I've known Bamboo since he was very young also. So I really love what she's doing, what she was about when we were doing this movie, putting the music together. We had to get Ruby. Not only is she one of the premier Filipino artists out there right now, but she also is, uh, you know, just from the Bay. 
and we we needed some Bay recognition in the movie. We got a bunch of great Filipino artists, AJ Raphael scoring the film and the music and JR King R King R being the Philippines, you know, in the film. And so we had to get a really strong Bay Area representation and, and Ruby. I mean, Ruby's all that. And so such a pleasure to have her on the on the on the film with us. And then when we did Fabulous Filipino Brothers, we actually needed an extra song for the credits. And uh my co-producer uh Ron Erickson, who um has a lot of music in the movie also, Happy Sad Face, which is all the melancholy stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. I love I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so <laughs> the, uh, the irony is Ron Ron, he just produced this whole album. You know, he's my he owns the uh the machine, the company that I'm partners in. And he's actually one of the uh, founders of Maker Studios, which I had to deal with for many years, which was the first MCM that got acquired by Disney. And But he was doing a lot of music. He was one of the original YouTubers back in the day. And so he just did this kind of pet project of his called Happy Sad Face. And it was such a great album that me and one of our other producers, uh, Rome, Rome Diggs, uh, who's from- uh, the- By the way, we- we gotta talk about Rome in a minute, please. Okay, because we know Rome too. <laughs> oh, you know Rome too. So yeah, good. Me, as we were producing the film, and uh, Ron dropped things early before we started shooting and everything, and me and me and Rome were listening to the album. We were like, "This is the soundtrack to the movie, dog." He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Yo, this is the sound, the mood, the feel of the film. We're gonna have a lot of other artists, but the the film, like the 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 indie film aspect of what's going on in this album." And, and Ron was skeptical and very sensitive about his work, but then we, we brought all those songs in and uh, it really added a lot to the movie, I think. And then at the end, we're like, we need another song. And then Ron's like, let's just produce it. And then Ron <laughs> went to the studio and banged out a beat and he wrote that hook and that's Ron singing Fabulous. And then we went in and just wrote lyrics and we did that song in one night. We're like, all right, let's just what? do this song. <laughs> and, and it worked, it was fun. It was like our kind of like, Cause we're the same age and we're like, it was like our throwback to kind of like eighties, nineties movies where the, like those movies had like a theme song, like men in black. had. Yeah. Like, yes. Know, <laughs> we kept calling it our men in black song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is our men in black song where we're basically talking about the whole movie through the song <laughs> on the credits. That's what we're doing. That's what we did. Uh, if, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you know, that's little, why I loved it so much. Yeah. It, was, it felt real comforting that song at the end. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to have to wrap up in just a few minutes. But I, I was reading uh, the date book article that came out, I think, today or in the oh. last couple of days. And I read, you know, you and your family went down to L.A. in 86 and um, we're just trying to get into the entertainment industry. And obviously you have. And then watching this film, it's your family in this in this film that feels like really a big hug. And I yeah. want to know how the family how, how it's been such an anchor for you and, and the rest of your brothers and your sister going through the entertainment industry. Cause that's, that's yeah. huge. I think it's a, you know, it's a very unique thing to, to go through this industry, which is, you know, one of the hardest industries to be in yep. really, yep. Um, you know, it's not really, it's just hard to, to kind of succeed and, and, and have a life in this industry. And, and we're lifers now we're 30 years plus in this industry, all my brothers and my sister, uh, now, even my parents in this film acting, if you look at right. commercials, my parents have been in commercials over the last, they retired and started acting. Another person just hit me up and my dad just shot a short film with him. And it's like, okay, they're just doing their thing now. And then the next generation, Derek's kids, Ella J. Bosco starring in Birds of Prey with Margot Robbie. Oh. Um, and all the kids, Emerson, Deuce, Aurora, Phoenix, they're all acting. I mean, it's just become like the family business. 
but with us, you know, we're Filipino and family is really an anchor point for, for us as a community. And, and I'm, I'm very thankful to have that family as our backbone. We're all, we all do separate things, but we always come back together. We, the boys had our breakdancing group, which got us to LA. <laughs> that breakdancing group became a band, became Fly Brown Dragons and the Bosco Brothers. I started the Poetry Lounge, which became this really big um, poetry event. Uh, a weekly event and the biggest open mic in the country. Uh, and my family's always been a part of that along with my, my partner, Shihan and poetry and brother Jamel. And then Ariana started her mic and her classes, Palms Up Academy. And so we continue to like, you know, expand our family uh, artistically uh, to, to our blood family and to our extended family of artists um, and, and when we did this film, it feels like everything we've ever done and everything we've ever learned in any of the classes or on film sets and, and just the life that we live has kind of led up to making this movie. Like every, we, we put everything into this movie that we know. And so this is the fabulous Filipino brothers. I mean, there'll be more stuff to come in the future, but right now this is like everything we've acquired over the last 30 years, we put into this little indie film. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dante. You're, you really are, uh, you know, I think it's important to recognize you have said this before, like maybe if you were a, a child actor and you were white, your career could have gone a different way. But, you know, I would argue because you didn't have this expected trajectory, you were re really able to stay focused on the things that you really loved and were passionate about. And you really are just sort of a renaissance man of the arts. So we're celebrating, you know, over three decades of you in the industry. And we're so proud to have you on the show. And really, congratulations. Thank you so much. You make me sound so old, Angela. You make me sound so old. <laughs> Hey, we're all the same age here. We're all we're the, same, the age. same age. No, we are the same. We're yeah. so young. We're no, so young. So when young. I, when I was watching you on Moesha, I was like, yep, that's that's my homie. Yeah, I I vibed with, yeah, but way back then. Yeah, so I'm I'm glad I've been able to uh put a little um Filipino flavoring in Hollywood. It yes. was comforting to see you there. Yeah, you would just pop up everywhere. French Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's my my cousin again. You know, it's just yeah. like it was comforting to just see you everywhere. It's just been, <laughs> you know, people told me later on, it's like you you were able to kind of widen the scope of what Asians were in the world through Hollywood. Because yes. when I came into Hollywood, there was a very you know, a very narrow idea of what an Asian can be in Hollywood, which yep. is part of our culture. Yeah, sure. But there's so many other things and I was able to kind of go against the grain. And it's not something that you think about as a young actor. You're just out there being yourself, doing the best you can. And then you look back 30 years later and people are like, oh, you were the blueprint for these other things to happen. And, yeah. uh, and I'm proud of that. Such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk. Thank you guys. Yeah. Hope to see you guys in the Bay. Hey, yes. come back on whenever. Please. I feel like we need to have like a Dante Bosco like week long episodic <laughs> talk about you. <laughs> you got to yeah. get the whole fam. We'll get the whole fam band together. And I mean, you bring your brothers. I'll yeah. bring my sisters. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a face off. Yeah, I know. I know so many <laughs> Filipinos. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>